Welcome to the boss level. It's time for your Monday morning heel turn. My name is Enigma, and I am a 15-year industry veteran, part-time Twitch streamer, game console collector, and super villain or villain. Hope you're having a great week so far. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, I am glad last week is over. It was a week and a half for me. Boy, I tell you, there was just... Whew, well, I don't want to get into everything that happened, but it was... Very trying at work for me, so I'm glad that uh, last week is over, and hopefully this next week will be one that is better. So I uh, hope your week is going to go well, too. Uh, I do find it funny that we were supposed to, I live in the suburbs of Chicago, everybody who follows me knows that, and we were supposed to get uh, a lot of snow on Friday of uh, last week. I'm recording this on Saturday, so yesterday we were supposed to get a whole lot of snow, and it kept getting... The, the projections kept getting lower and lower. At first it was 8 to 10 inches, then it was 6 to 8, then it was uh, 2 to 4, and we actually got none. So <laughs> I know there are some places up north and down south that got, got some, but where I live we got exactly 0 inches of precipitation at all. We got no rain, no snow whatsoever. So I've always said that uh, weatherman is one of the uh, only positions in the in the entire world you can lie for a living and actually consider to be good at your job. With the other two being politician and lawyer. So before we get into what I want to talk about today, I do need to go over my normal stuff that we usually do. First of all, I am a part-time Twitch streamer. I do stream on Friday nights and Saturday nights. As you are listening to this on Monday, though, I do plan on having some streams during this week. I believe Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I will have the ability to do some short streams in the evening, Central Standard Time. Watch my Twitter account. I'll let you know when that's going to be. Uh, the boss is going to be out of town, so I'm going to have the ability to uh, play games and uh, get more deeper into uh, Hogwarts Legacies, which we're, we're playing right now. So uh, I definitely hope to see you guys there. I'm at Evil Enigma, Evil Enigma on Twitch, on Twitter, and on Instagram. That is how you can get a hold of me, especially Twitter. I'm most active on Twitter. Uh, talk to me, say hi to me. If you have suggestions, if you have things you want to talk about, please, please, please let me know. And uh, I'm pretty easy to approach. I'm not uh, exactly uh, difficult to get a hold of, and and I don't. I try not to ignore anybody. So, knock yourself out. You want to talk to me? I'm pretty friendly, I believe, for a villain anyway. Uh, and then also something that I'm making sure I tag on every one of my podcasts is that I am a proud member of Team Dragonfire. And we have hot sauces at kindrednations.com. Kindred, the uh, E is a three for kindred there. Instead of the E, put a three in. And we have uh, we have some hot sauces over there. And if you are into hot sauce, there are some pretty good ones. I'm a pretty big fan of the Headshot hot sauce. Uh, it got a nice flavor to it. And, and uh, I can't wait to try more of the hot sauces that we have over there. If uh, you're interested in getting yourself some pretty decent hot sauce, do me a favor and use your the... Uh, coupon code enigma enigma with a y you'll get 10 percent off and that they'll they'll go ahead and ship it to you pretty quick i actually got mine uh, less than a week from when i ordered it and that's that's pretty nice and uh, if you do get some feel free to tag me on twitter with the picture of you of you of you holding it or eating it or whatever and i'll feel free to share that amongst everyone that i know and knowing kindred nations as well as team dragon fire they will go ahead and share that stuff out as well so remember code enigma at checkout 10% off. So today I wanted to talk about Nintendo. And I know we talked about Nintendo last week, but in a completely different uh, light. We we're talking about their movie ventures. This week, the rumor is, is that Nintendo is getting close at some point to revealing a new Nintendo Switch. 
Now, this is not surprising, as we are listening to this in March of 2023, the original Nintendo Switch is six years old, and with the lifespan of a game console usually hovering around five years, Nintendo's kind of living on borrowed time right now. But that being said, the Switch is still selling. They're still selling the Switch, and Nintendo is now at a point with the Switch, at least they were when they released the OLED a couple years ago, that... Uh, they're making money on the Switch, which is good. Uh, usually a game console comes out pretty close to cost, manufacturing cost. If it's the PlayStation 5, for instance, is $500, I guarantee it probably cost them about $480 just to, to, to assemble it and get it boxed up and everything. And then you ship it out to whoever. And, and uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, retailers don't make any money off of game consoles. That's why you see most of them try to... Uh, gouge you into buying that what they want you to buy that's uh you know a very famous story is i my playstation 5 i got from gamestop i actually hate hate i don't like using the word hate but i do hate gamestop and uh but i ended up lucky lucking out and getting in, in line to get a playstation 5 and managed to get one from them and it was a bundle and one of the games in that bundle was the nba 2k whatever it was 22 23 i don't remember which one it was but i'm not a huge uh basketball guy i'm not so i tried to take the game back to gamestop and let them swap it out for another game and they told me no if i did that i'd return the entire uh console and i i said you've got to be freaking kidding me you're gonna make me keep a game i don't want and he said yeah that's what we're gonna do so i ended up taking it back to a, a competitive retailer a bigger box and they took it back right away let me swap it out i just said i got it for christmas i didn't want it and they let me do it so uh i told the guy at gamestop that you know, tell tell your uh, tell your district manager, tell your boss that uh, I'll never be back, and I'm not. I haven't gone back. And and the funny thing is, is that store that I went to, which was close to where I live, uh, is gone. It closed it down because GameStop has actually closed down a lot of their stores. So, if you want to know GameStop, if you're listening, if you want to know why you're losing money and why you can't uh, seem to get ahead anywhere, it's because of BS like that. You should be bending over backwards to. Uh, placate people like me gamers who buy multiple games a year and instead you stick to your dogmatic principles of 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 uh, here's how i'm going to do that we're going to do stuff and there's nothing that we're going to change and everything's everyone's going to do what we want them to do and basically the public is saying no you're not you know you're, you're just we're not going to do what you you want to do you you your act your audience does not like your company, and I think that's uh, that's something you guys really need to look at. But we're talking about Nintendo here. Um, are they working on a new Nintendo Switch? Yes, uh, they absolutely are. There's no doubt in my mind. There also are, uh, you know, Sony's working on another PlayStation. Microsoft's working on another Xbox. That's that's just how it works with hardware development. The second they release a new piece of hardware they are busy at work on the next piece of hardware that's how they do things now they're not going to be able to finalize you know processor speeds and things like that because they are because the things change especially when you're talking about computers and and you know the joke about computers has been for a long time that the second you open the box your your, your computer is obsolete and with a lot of computers that's true now uh, over the last you know, a couple of uh, decade, decade and a half or so, uh, we are seeing a lot of progression with, you know, faster processor speeds and things like that. But the games and the software are not coming up to that. They're not making you go that route. So you can go buy a standard, 
you know, a, I don't want to say a lower end, but a standard PC and not necessarily have to worry about playing most of the games you want to play. So uh, do not feel bad about trying that, uh, you know, getting a, a cheaper PC if you just want to play some games, okay? But uh, with consoles, it's it basically has come down to the second they release a new box, they we know they're gonna they're working on new ones, and Nintendo started working on the a new Switch pretty close to after they released the old Switch that we we know about, and they probably were working on the OLED, and then they released the OLED, and now they're working on on something new. We know they're working on something new. The question is, what is it going to be? And it's fun to speculate. It's fun to speculate. But the truth is, is Nintendo is in a in a situation right now where they're going to have to they need to placate their audience make their audience happy but at the same time they kind of they kind of painted themselves into a corner because once you've gone down this route where they've got a hybrid handheld slash home console they aren't going to be able to go come back from that. That's not something where they're just going to go. Our next one's going to be a traditional box. I don't. I don't think they can do that just because of functionality's sake. I don't believe you're going to be able to go through and uh, may you know say the next box will not have touchscreen capabilities. It will not have portal portability to it. I just don't see that, and uh, I think it's going to be very similar to the Switch. I don't. I. It almost has to be at this point. And I, I read uh, like a year ago that Nintendo's kind of afraid to upgrade right now because the Switch is selling so well, and I completely get that. Uh, I would honestly say that Nintendo is going to is will probably have a Switch, and it needs to be backwards compatible. This is very important right now for a lot of. Uh, console gamers in particular is that we want backwards compatibility with our with our games now nintendo is the expert when it comes to having people pay to play games that have, were released 30 years ago like they are the expert at it i personally have bought legend of zelda i own legend of zelda i own the original version i own the collector's edition on gamecube i own on my 3ds i have it on there I have it on the Switch with uh, the Nintendo Online, so I own it four different ways. Plus, I have the the Game and Watch up here. With uh, I haven't opened it; it's still in the box. But I have my Game and Watch with the Zelda Game and Watch up there. So there's five different ways I own the original Legend of Zelda. Nintendo is very good at that, and Nintendo also has, as I said last week, Mario is actually more recognizable all over the world than Mickey Mouse right now. So Nintendo is in a really good position to where they're going to be able to cash in on the popularity of Mario with the movie and all that and and then that's and Mario is is their their flagship but at the same time they do Zelda, they do Metroid, they do Star Fox, they have all these different games that they're going to be able to do stuff with but uh truth is is that what are they going to do with the hardware because they're going to have to upgrade their hardware. We're at and, and the truth is is that we're at a position right now where hardware upgrades really aren't as big of a deal so you're going to see some of these game consoles probably have a little longer lifespan than than five years like the switch for instance if we take a look at how consoles have upgraded if you looked at the nintendo to super nintendo uh that was a huge upgrade if you look at the sony playstation playstation 1 to playstation 2 was a huge upgrade playstation 2 to playstation 3 huge upgrade playstation 3 playstation 4 it was an upgrade it was a pretty big upgrade then the playstation 4 to playstation 5 not quite. I mean, it's it, 
it's not as big of an upgrade. And we're getting to the point now where these upgrades are going to be negligible. They're not going to be nearly as noticeable. And you're going to have people who say, well, I could tell the difference. And I'm, I'm sure with certain games you'll be able to. If you had you know, God of War Ragnarok on your PlayStation 4 and your PlayStation 5 and you had them right next to each other, yeah, I'm pretty sure you'd be able to tell the difference. But is it going to be a huge enough difference compared to when we were upgrading from the PlayStation 2 to the PlayStation 3? And the answer is no. It's, it's a smaller upgrade. And I think that the Switch is probably going to do a lot of the same stuff. But the truth is, is that the Switch that they have right now, Nintendo's not able to get some of these really amazing games that they probably want. And uh, with them signing that 10-year contract with Microsoft uh, the other day, I think we're really going to see... Uh, uh, you know, they, Microsoft has to have the hardware, I would think, for the next Switch. So they know what they're going to be programming with. I really do think we're going to see a much more powerful Nintendo Switch. We're going to see uh, something that's, that's probably more comparable to the PlayStation 4 ver- uh, Switch. You know, uh, the, 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 the Switch is not a bad unit, but it's not the, the horsepower is just not there. And it has pretty good graphics compared to other stuff, but it's just basically a handheld Wii U. And a Wii U is just a little more powerful Nintendo Wii. Nintendo has been very, very vocal and very out front that they're not going to have the most powerful hardware out there because they tried that. They tried to, to get into a peeing contest with Sony and Microsoft back with the GameCube. And uh, GameCube was a, was, was a little brother console. It was the console that everyone owned, but they didn't prioritize. So people would buy it so they could play Mario and Zelda uh, and Metroid, but they didn't have to. They didn't. It wasn't what they needed. They didn't. They weren't buying Madden and Call of Duty and stuff on it. They were buying that on the PlayStation and the Xbox. So, they tried that, and they're not. They're not going to do that again. Instead, they're going to go their own path. They're going to do something that's different. They're going to make a handheld uh, console that plays on the TV like the Switch does, and they're going to have gimmicks like that. And usually with Nintendo gimmicks, they only last for a little while. Nintendo gets bored or, or whatever, and they move on to something else. But the Switch is caught on. The Switch is, is really out there. So what what are they going to do with the new one? I think it's going to be a, a beefed up Switch. I think it's going to have the I think it's going to have the OLED screen. I think they're really going to uh, to to make a very high end, high definition uh, Switch. Uh, with the OLED screen, and you're, and it'll have uh, much more powerful graphic capabilities. I I do think it has to be backwards compatible, and I and like I said, with the right now with the with the hardware being negligible between uh, the last generation and this one for for the their competitors, Sony and Microsoft have dedicated a lot of their time talking about backwards compatibility. Heck. Microsoft's going back and making their stuff backwards compatible with old Xbox and Xbox 360 stuff. Uh, Sony has their online service, which allows you to go back and play PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 games. So they're they're really doing this to take advantage of their full libraries. Now, as someone like me, who's a con- who's a game console collector, I'm looking at uh, my walls of games here. I have PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 games. All over my my game room here, and I would love to be able just to take my copy of Castlevania Symphony of the Night, pop it in my PlayStation Five, and play it. Unfortunately, they don't allow that, and that's probably because of contracts with Konami. But that being said, 
backwards compatibility is going to be a big deal with, with this, this new thing. They're going to probably have to make this new Switch backwards compatible with the old Switch games. And that's going to be something that probably is going to pigeonhole the unit for a little bit. It's Nintendo doesn't want to... They want to move on. They want to innovate. They want to continue uh, putting things forward. But at the same time, you have a lot of people who have very vast Switch libraries. I've got a very vast Switch library. I use it as a gaming hub for classic gaming. I have arcade games downloaded onto my Switch. I've got uh, the, the Genesis collection. I have the SNK collection. I have Namco collection and Pac-Man collection. I have all these different collections because I like using it for classic gaming when I go on vacations and go on trips. And I do believe that's that's a great way to do it. But if I have to do that all over again for the new Switch, I probably am not going to do it. In fact, I'm positive I won't. If they if Nintendo's going to make me, especially for the first party stuff, like the original arcade Donkey Kong, if they're going to make you pay for all that stuff again, it's really going to hurt them, I think. And I know they make a lot of money off of making people buy games over again. But uh, the, the new Switch is going to have to... It, it's going to be tougher for them, I think. Uh, they, they had a... The, the truth is is that they, they took a huge misstep with the Wii U. We all know that. Uh, I own a Wii U. Uh, I love... I actually like the Wii U quite a bit. But it's my smallest game library I have because they didn't release a lot for it. And Nintendo has basically gotten a pass... When it comes to re-releasing Wii U games on the Switch. Mario Kart 8, for instance. The new Super Mario Brothers, another one. These games were, were games that they released on the Wii U that they've had to that they've put out now on the Switch. And because no one bought them on the Wii U, because not a lot of people owned a Wii U, they were able to get away with that. And and now they're gonna you know, they're gonna have a situation where they're not gonna be able to do that. They're gonna have to have a Mario Kart 9. They're gonna have to have a new Smash Brothers. They're gonna have to have which I had new Smash Brothers anyway, but they're going to have to have new stuff. They're not going to be able to just say, hey, we know you love Mario Kart 8. Here it is again. And say, like, no, I own Mario Kart 8 on the Switch already. You can't re-release it on the Wii, on the new Switch. Work on the new Mario Kart. We'll continue playing Mario Kart 8 until you do something like, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Um, but backwards compatibility is going to be a huge thing. They're going to have to have backwards compatibility on the Switch. Otherwise, I think they're going to have a hard time convincing some of the more normie, uh, casual fans of the console that it's worth getting. Uh, with the graphics capabilities not necessarily uh, blowing people away right now uh, with, with the differences, with uh, games getting more and more expensive, with game consoles getting more and more expensive, Nintendo is going to have to look at... Uh, there's a term that they use in business called share of wallet and it uses it a lot of entertainment uh, basically where we know that x amount of dollars are spent on food x amount of dollars are spent on rent x amount of dollars are spent on utilities you know things like that and um, and they have a share of wallet for entertainment everyone's got a uh, bit of a cushion when it comes to entertainment how much of that wallet can you get for what you have to sell, and that comes down to movies and uh, rental of, of uh, DVDs or Blu-rays and and uh, going to ball games and, and all these different things. They have all these different entertainment things for share of wallet. Well, uh, gaming is, is a big deal, and if gaming is continually getting more and more expensive, which it is, that 
is they're going to have to justify that share of, that to, to get that share of wallet from from the normal consumer. Yeah, your hardcore consumers will always be there for you because you're a Nintendo for crying out loud. But uh, little Johnny, who's uh, really wanting to a you know a new game, he's going to have to mow several more lawns to get it. And if the the Switch is not backwards compatible with what he what he did, especially with you know your Pokemon's and stuff like that, that's going to be difficult. And if it is backwards compatible, which it should be, then they're going to have to have all the functionalities that the Switch has. It's going to have to be portable. It's going to have to have the camera. It's going to have to have touchscreen capabilities and the gyroscopic controllers and all that sort of stuff. It has to have that stuff. Otherwise, games are not going to be playable. So they're already kind of pigeonholed with that stuff. And I, I don't know if it's something that Nintendo is necessarily liking. And I, and I get that. Um, and personally, I don't like motion controls whatsoever. I wish they would take a long walk off a short pier. But there are people out there who like it. And, and Nintendo, for better or for worse, usually puts some sort of motion control capabilities in, in their first-party games. Uh, one of the things I do not like at all about Breath of the Wild is the motion controls for the puzzles. I, I, I can't stand it. And there are people who do. I'm not one of them. It's uh, I'm not a big fan of Breath of the Wild, and that's uh, just another brick in that wall as far as I'm concerned. That all being said, they're going to, uh, you know, for the core gamer, they're going to have a lot of stuff that people want to see right off the bat. They're going to have new Mario. They're going to have new Zelda. They're going to have new Metroid or whatever. I mean, Nintendo does what Nintendo does. But is it just going to look like the, the the switch of old and i have a feeling it's going to i i think you're going to see an upgrade with the controllers especially the switch controllers have the problem with controller drift uh, I, i'm pretty sure you're going to see that change you're going to see the upgrade there i think of course it's going to the hardware everything the motor underneath that uh, that screen is going to probably be a lot better it's going to have a lot of better graphic capabilities uh, but are they going to do anything to make you feel like it's new and different? And that's going to be the, the the thing that Nintendo really has to focus on. Uh, Sony, the PlayStation 5, when you boot up the PlayStation 5 for the first time, you feel like you're doing something different. It's like, wow, this is much different than the PlayStation 4 when it when it boots up. Microsoft, not so much. If you, if you boot up the Xbox uh, Series X or S, it looks just like the old Xbox. There's really no difference. And uh, Nintendo, I think, is going to lean more towards Sony on this one. They're going to want to have a new interface. They're going to ha want to have something new and different and sparkly and shiny. And, and uh, we'll, we'll see what it is. I don't know what it's going to be, but I... I the only thing I could think of that they could do, and Sony tried this with the Vita, is maybe partnering with cell phone companies instead of having to worry exclusively on Wi-Fi. That, especially with five G being out there, that if you can maybe buy a with a new Switch on a on T-Mobile or or uh, Verizon or whoever, and then you can play anywhere with no uh, you know on a five G network. I guess that's possible. I we'll see. I don't know, but. I, I just I really think that uh, they're going to have to do something to kind of make it new sh a little more shiny, something a little different. If it looks like the Switch, and there's no difference between the interface and all that sort of stuff, they are going to have to rely exclusively on software to sell that to people. But we'll see. I, Nintendo knows what they're doing. I, I, they don't have to listen to me. It's, they've been doing it for a long time. But I and they're going to be fine. That's the thing. Is Nintendo's the only company out of the big three that could basically 
march to the beat of their own drum and and still be considered a success and that's that's what they do sony and microsoft are much more business oriented i think i think if you look at uh, the way that they handle things everything makes uh, you know numbers sense and nintendo kind of just does the monty python thing they go off in the left field and decide hey we're gonna do this and people look at it and go okay well we'll see and then you realize it's a lot of fun and it's great and next thing you know you're buying 20 30 40 games for the bloody thing so that's what they've they've always done and that's what they're going to continue to do will we see the new switch this year i do not believe so uh, I don't believe so for one important reason. They are still making money on the Switch. People are still buying Switches. People are still buying Switch games. Uh, as I said, there's not going to be a huge upgrade graphically between between them. I don't think you're going to see the new Switch this year. They might announce it. We do have uh, June is when E3 happens. I know Nintendo's not going to E3. They haven't gone in many years. But it wouldn't surprise me to see some sort of announcement maybe that they are working on something new. Uh, they're not usually shy about saying that they're working on something new when they are working on something new. Uh, but also, Nintendo is also pretty good at hyping an event up like that. You know, they'll have a treehouse or a Nintendo Direct where they'll say, "Hey, you really want to watch this? Something really big is going to happen," and that, you know, they'll all tune in for it. As opposed to when they say, "Hey, it's going to be our spring game showcase," and You'll see it two or three games that you like, and the rest of it you just kind of go, okay, well, whatever. But you now that's that's just me. Um, I do I do think we might. Uh, we I don't know if we're going to see an announcement, but I don't think we'll see the console coming out this year. Uh, furthermore, if we remember, the Switch came out in March. The original Switch came out in March. Uh, consoles traditionally come out in November, and the reason why is for, of course, the holidays. Nintendo did March because they wanted to get the hardcore out of the way first. They knew the hardcore gamer, the core gamer, was going to be all over getting the new hardware. And they wanted to make sure that it was in their hands and there would be less of a of a rush for it during the holidays so people could, normies could go get it. I could see Nintendo doing that with this new Switch as well, where they announce it next year. Well, now we're at the end of the year. Let's just say they announce it in October. Hey, in March we're going to release a new hard, new piece of hardware or whatever. I don't think they'll do that because that's during Christmas time. You don't do that when you're trying to sell games. <laughs> if you say we're working on a new piece of hardware, you're basically shooting yourself in the foot of releasing, of buy, of getting any games uh, bought during that holiday. But, uh, you know, they, they could release it again. We could see release it in March again or March or April and just so they can say, okay, Enigma, we know you really want to switch here. Go buy your Switch. And, uh, of course, all consoles sell out right now, especially with the bots online and all that. So that'll happen. And then hopefully by Christmas we will we'll have enough stock that most of our core gamer, our core hardcore audience has what they want. And then from there, we will be able to move into uh, getting it out to the normal, the normies, the, the casual audience, which is, you know, that's where they make a, a lot of money off of that too. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that. I don't think we'll see it this year. I, I don't. They might announce it this year. I don't think we're going to see it this year outside of the, if they have one in their hand. But I don't think, as far as release goes, I don't think they're going to release it this year. Could be wrong. Could be completely wrong. 
And I've been wrong before, and I'll be wrong again. But uh, it just it doesn't add up right now for Nintendo to, while they're still selling Switches, while they're still doing really well with the, uh, the Nintendo Switch, for them to put a pin in that and deflate that balloon when they're going to have a more expensive piece of hardware out there. Therefore, they're not guaranteed to make as much money. But... Uh, yeah, you know, with uh, the big sales on hardware, there's always that big deal. So I, I guess we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, and again, Nintendo's going to Nintendo. All these dis- predictions I'm making could be completely wrong. Nintendo does things by the beat of their own drum. You know, uh, I, I remember I used to write for uh, a gaming blog called Plus Ten Damage. Uh, it's no longer around, but uh, I'm still friends with with a couple of the people that I worked with on there. Of course, uh, some of my best friends, quite frankly. And uh, I remember making an E3 article about E3 predictions. And I, when it came to Nintendo, I said, it's Nintendo. We don't know what's going to happen. For all we know, they're going to have a puppet show. And by God, they had a puppet show, that E3. <laughs> and I was kidding. I was totally kidding. And in, But I correctly predicted they were going to have a puppet show. And I was like, you, <laughs> look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Everyone who uh, remembers that E3 presentation is—I mean, it was just insane. It was, God, I—I I, was—I my jaw was agape because I kind of felt like I was—I made that happen in, in a way because I wrote that article a week early and I was like, oh my God, did I make them have a puppet show? And and no, I didn't. They they partnered with Jim Henson Company to do that, and chances are they had that done months in advance. But it, it just made me laugh that I said. They, for all we know, they're going to have a puppet show. And by God, they had a puppet show. So, Just keep in mind that uh, all these decisions... you know, When it comes to game companies, you can usually tell by, uh, what's going to happen from the, the company that's doing it. You know, uh, Sony, for instance, was a Japanese company. They're now an American-based company, I believe. They're doing things more American-based like Microsoft is. But everything's revolving around business. But Sony also is trying to make sure that they have they have their hands in a lot of pies. So they're also trying to make sure people are still buying Blu-rays. And they're still trying to make sure people are buying their cameras and on all these different, different things. Microsoft is trying to get people to move towards PCs. It's no small... Uh, it's not by accident that all of a sudden that they say, Hey, if you buy one of our games on, on Xbox, you get, you're getting it on PC as well. They're trying to get you to to shift over to PC. That's that's what they want. And I still believe that at some point in the near future, if it's not the next generation, it might be the generation after that, within the next, I'm, I'm going to say within the next 10 years, you're going to see uh, gaming desktop PCs and laptops branded as Xbox. I, I, I think Microsoft wants to move away from the standalone box and get everybody, uh, or the, a console box, I should say, and get everybody into playing games on PC, and oh, by the way, put the, put a pin in this, um, they're not buying up all these gaming studios because they're trying to put Sony out of business uh, in gaming. They're doing it because they want to compete with Steam. I think that is what they're going to eventually do, is, they're going, is that they're going to turn the Xbox brand into a store, an online store, the same way that Steam is out there. And they're going to try to basically be a competitor to Steam. I, I think that's what what they're doing. Uh, for the most part, as far as we know, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft all get along pretty well right now. They publish games on each other's consoles. 
Uh, they don't. There's not a lot of uh, mud throwing right now like there was a generation ago and two generations ago. They're basically okay with what they're doing, and they're all supportive of each other. But they're also staying in their lanes for what they do. Sony does want to continue with console development. Nintendo is all about console development. And Microsoft's trying to get everybody into PCs, basically, is what's happening. So uh, don't be a bit surprised to see uh, that uh, happen. But Nintendo is is the only one of the big three that is... uh, they are a gaming company. They are the ones that if uh, they're if gaming if video games crash tomorrow, then they're going to be the ones who are most hurt by it because they, while they are a company that they have a lot of their hands in different things as well, they're a toy company for the most part. They need they'll need to re- redo their their uh, their business model. They'll have to redo it completely because gaming is is really what they are. That is their identity now that is what they're known for and, and with mario being more recognizable than mickey mouse it's it is a huge uh it would be a huge thing if if gaming was no longer around uh for for us and they would have to reimagine how they do their business so that being said let's go ahead and call this to a close I uh, appreciate you being here so much i did see that we are up to 17 followers on my podcast i do appreciate that um, as we move into, uh, next week, I am getting a new gaming, uh, streaming laptop. It'll be a PC. So I hope to improve all my, uh, laptop, all my, uh, my gaming functions and, and uh, my stream will be better, hopefully, and more professional looking when it's all said and done. We are working on, I am working on that. I hope to have that up and running in the next week or so. We'll see. I have to get the thing first and then sit down and figure out how to get everything to work, which can be a little, uh, uh, it's been a while since I've used a PC, an actual Windows-based PC. So, um, not bashing anybody on that. I've used a, a MacBook for the last ten plus years. So, uh, I do use a P- Windows PC at work, but I don't. Uh, I don't game on it. So. And that being said, that's what's going to happen. And of course, uh, keep up with me on that. I am Evil Enigma on Twitch. I am Evil Enigma on Twitter. I'm Evil Enigma on Instagram. Twitter, again, is the best place to get a hold of me. I do look at my messages on Twitch as well. Uh, I stream every Friday night and Saturday night. Right now, we are knee-deep in Hogwarts Legacy. We're going to continue playing that. We're going completely Slytherin Dark Wizard uh, with this character. And uh, the next game for certain I know I'm going to stream for you guys is going to be the Resident Evil 4 remake. Can't wait to play that. Uh, If we complete Hogwarts Legacy before that, though, I do have a slew of other games that I want to play. And we'll probably play them during the summer. Metroid uh, Prime Remake is one of them. Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm, the music uh, rhythm game. I want to play that for you guys, too. I do love Final Fantasy music. And... uh, you know, who knows what else? We know there's a lot coming out. We know uh, once we get into the summer, they're going to announce a ton more things. So uh, you know, keep your eyes open for that. And as uh, we get closer to E3 and things start to be leaked and, and all that, we can have some more fun with predictions and, and, and goofiness like I like to do. Of course, with business being so much different now, uh, it's kind of hard to make predictions because it's, uh, it's a completely different animal now. It's just... It, it's. You can't just set your your clock to when games are going to come out now due to the fact that the business has been completely different. It used to be you could count on October and November and March releases, and now it's, hey, we're doing Zelda's coming out in May. And <laughs> Really? Okay. Wow. I uh, didn't see that coming. So 
you know, it's it's just fun to speculate and see what's going to happen. Do I think we're going to see some new hardware at E3 this year? Probably not. Uh, and I say at E3, but I mean around E3, since I don't think Sony's going to E3 either. I doubt, I mean, the people are still having a hard time finding PlayStation 5s. People are still having a hard time playing uh, finding Xbox Series Xs. Uh, I, I don't believe those that uh, those are going to be replaced. The only one we know for certain that 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 will be sooner than later is Nintendo. Whatever they're going to do with the Switch, and I don't think we're going to see that yet because I don't think they want to hurt the sales of the Nintendo Switch. I I don't. They're making money off of the Switch. They're making profitability off of the hardware sales of the Switch, and while they are doing that, they are not going to see the need. To upgrade, and that's just all there is to it. So that'll be it today, guys. Go ahead and give me a follow Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Talk to me. Let me know what you want to see. Let me know what you want to play. As I said, I'm very approachable, very, I try to be very friendly. So feel free to reach out. Feel free to talk to me. Uh, as long as you are nice and respectful to people, I'll be nice and respectful to you. That's uh, exactly what I do. So uh, I, I really am that way. I, I'm not, uh, I don't change so i'm hoping that we are going to have a much better week this week uh than than last week last week was bad boy it was bad so glad we're hopefully we're going to have a better week this week uh so let your friends know that i'm here i am trying to uh to grow i you know we've been growing a little bit but i really want to grow a lot so share my stuff let your friends know that i'm here if you want to hear see me talk about something let me know tell me on twitter tell me on twitch hey enigma i think it would be great if you would cover you know i'm a big fan of this can you can you cover this for me and i'll more than likely if i have experience with it i will say yes we can do it always looking for new topics so i'll talk to everybody here real soon thank you so much for being here i do appreciate your time do appreciate your uh, patronage here don't forget we have hot sauces over at kindrednations.com use the code enigma get yourself 10 percent off and uh if you get some Tag me on Twitter with it, and I will uh, you know, share it. I'll let people know, hey, look, so-and-so got some hot sauce, and they love it. Get your hot sauce. You know, I'll grow that way. Okay? So I'll talk to you soon, guys. Have a wonderful week, and I'll be active on Twitter. And I'll be t- streaming on Twitch uh, this week, too, uh, during the week due to the boss being out of town. So watch my Twitter for that. Okay, guys? Talk to you later. Thank you.